Morrow Time with 2GB's David Morrow. There is nothing wrong with that club. Go and read the rule book. On Radio Sport Mornings. 18 away from 11 uh, after a week off of the international break and the representative games. He's back with us. David Morrow, how you doing, David? I'm well, thank you, Jason. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Uh, round 15 of the NRL underway last night. Tigers 14, Rabbitohs 9. George Burgess placed on report for an alleged eye gouge on Robbie Farah. Is he in a bit of trouble here, George Burgess? I think he's in a heap of trouble, but, you know, I thought Josh McFly was in a heap of trouble a couple of times this year and all he got was a fine. Then the young kid from Canberra is in a heap of trouble. He got five weeks. I mean, you know, the game, the game at the moment is being... Uh, I just... I just throw my hands up and say, you know, today they'll give this bloke five, six weeks, I reckon, and everyone will say, where's the consistency? Uh, the only consistent thing at the moment is the bloody inconsistency. Maguire should be off for 10 weeks, and then he wouldn't have uh, basically king hit Maloney after he passed the ball in State of Origin last week. I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i a bit like Spud Carroll, he's a grub, and I just think that you know, these sort of grub acts will continue until someone in the NRL stamps down on it. It's the same as tripping. You know what, Jason? When I played the game, and when you would have played the game, and Sam played, you know, if you trip someone, it was immediate send off, and normally a long time on the sideline. Now they get hit over the wrist and and get a fine. Now you got eye gouging is a fine, except for a young kid. Uh, but if you, you know, I just can't, I just can't work it out. I, I, I just, I hope they come down hard on George Burgess. I think it was, uh, it was a horrible look on television. But yet I was told. Last week, this is feeding him out of someone that knows very close to the decision-making with the two Josh Maguire eye-gouge charges. There was insufficient evidence to go on with the charge. Well, why did he get charged then? Mm. <laughs> Can you answer that? I can't. I can't. No. Yeah. It's, it's, Burgess has got a bit of form, hasn't he? Because he, um, he got yeah. that four-match ban for the gouge on Watini Zelizniak. Yeah, last year in the Test match. Yeah, so... Uh, so he's you know he's he's got to go. Well, that's what happened to the young kid from Canberra. He's got form as well. Well, Josh McGuire did it in round one, I think it was against Munster, and then uh, yeah, the the next one he did on Tolman. Now Tolman's the toughest, nicest prop in the game. If he reels out of something and says something happened, it happened. Uh, anyhow, at the end of the day, is is that they have made a rod for their own back, and uh, they're going to cop they're going to cop it today because if they don't give Burgess a long suspension, they'll cop it, and if they do, they'll cop it for the stupidity of not giving Maguire a longer suspension or a long suspension early in the year. Now, they deserve to cop it. Uh, they need a pull-through with a pine tree, the NRL. Uh, it's just really... Uh, I've, I've, you know, you just bang your head against a brick wall and saying, where's the consistency? It just, it, it really does lack it. No wonder the players go out there and do things like George Burgess last night, because he looks at the Josh Maguire case and says, well, the worst I'm going to cop's a fine. A mm. couple of games tonight. Dragons, Cowboys, followed by a very intriguing game. Roosters in second place up against the table topping Storm. Is this game at the Adelaide Oval? Yeah, they've played it there the last couple of years. And funnily enough, the loser in each of the last two times they've played it there has gone on to win the Premiership. The Roosters last year lost and won the Premiership. The Storm the year before lost and went on to win the Premiership. So uh, <laughs> whoever loses tonight, <laughs> maybe get on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's but um, the storm, the storm, it'll be the storm though. I mean, who win it? I mean, they're just looking. They just to me seem everybody else is sort of you know there or thereabouts, but the storm just sort of storm onwards, if I can use a a bit of a pun there. Yeah, they do, and I think the big problem with the Roosters is that there's no Keery yet. Uh, I've always loved young Drew Hutchison. He had a terrible uh, time of injuries during his career, but whether he's 
whether he's up to this level at the moment, I don't know. And the Storm have got Munster, the Roosters have got Tedesco. And uh, you just get the feeling that one of these two could break this game open and that could be the determining factor. Last year, I think, or year before, was it 9-8 when Pierce kicked the field goal? Uh, I mean, it's very tight matches. Uh, and it could be just a, a touch of brilliance from two of the best players in the game. Or maybe, or maybe, Latrell Mitchell will have a blind or a clean-up chamber, score three tries, and he'll be reinstated in New South Wales team on Sunday night. You just, you know, there's, there's a few permutations of, of interest in this game tonight. Yep, looking forward to it. Uh, tomorrow, three games as per usual. Titans Sea Eagles, uh, these two met a month ago. The Titans won that one. Any chance they repeat that? That was at, that was at Brookvale too, wasn't it, where they won? It, it was. Uh, it was a, one of the major upsets of the season, I would have thought. But given what's going on at the Titans at the moment, although they're in desperate straits because, you know, there's talk that if they don't make the top 10, the coach is gone, some of these other players are gone. Yeah, one of the troubles is when rumours start going around, and we're used to them, you're certainly used to them with the Warriors, is that it can't go well for the players. Manly's on a high. You just can't see them getting beaten here. But, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the problems. As soon as you say that, you know it'll happen. You take up your head and put on a pumpkin. <laughs> Knights Broncos. Uh, Knights winning streak came to a crashing halt against the Storm last weekend, but they're still in pretty good nick. Uh, Broncos have won their last two. This should be quite a good game. This will be... Uh, look, well, I think the Knights will win this. Uh, I just... Uh, you know, the Broncos are this side that, you know, they can play decent football for a couple of weeks and then they go off the boil. I'm not sure their backs go all right when their forwards go forward, which is pretty much like most backs. But their backs just don't. Whenever they're whenever they're asked to do something, uh, they they can't do it. There's no structure. It's just all ad lib. It's all hope, pray. Let's see what happens. If we try this. Where I think the, the Knights will be far more structured. The the fact that Pong is going to play gives them a huge lift. I think the Knights will be too good. All right. The Eels and the Raiders meet in the late game. Then on Sunday. Warriors v Panthers. All right, David. These two met in round ten. The Warriors won thirty points to ten. Uh, got the got the Panthers to kick up the backside they needed. Since then, they've won four in a row. So, who you got here, Panthers or Warriors? Yeah. Well, I've tipped the Panthers in those four wins. Yesterday oh, okay. on air, when I came up with my tips for this game, my co-host Matty Thompson, who grew up in Penrith, almost threw me out the window. He said, "What? You get off now." You get get off the bus here. I tipped the Warriors. <laughs> oh, he didn't want to talk to me for the rest of the program. <laughs> anyway, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I, I've got a saying that I use about three times a year. It's in my waters that, <laughs> that my grandmother used to say. And I never had a clue what it meant. And later on, someone told me three or four different versions. But I just think the Warriors will get them. I just think there's something about it. The fact that the Panthers got rid of Wonga Blake this week, I'm not sure how that'll sit with some of the, the other Panthers. Uh, I mean, it, he, he's a superstar, uh, and uh, he'll do some wonders at, at Parramatta. But in saying that, we all know the the, uh, the Warriors, uh, you know, they're, they're a hit and miss side. But I just there's something about them. I just I just want to back the Warriors, especially over there. Uh, it's it's a, and I know Penrith hasn't got a bad record against the Warriors, but uh, I, yeah, there's something. About, and Penrith, how many sides are winning five in a row? Uh, not many. Uh, no. So you, maybe that's what it is. I'll go the Warriors. But you, All right. Yeah, because no, no Nathan... Went, yeah, no Nathan... Uh, sorry, Karen, David. I just... Don't forget, I went the Panthers the last time they played. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> yeah. uh, no Nathan... I was going to say, no Nathan Cleary. Uh, Jerome Lewis in it, uh, in it 5 8 yeah. doesn't he? I mean, that's that's got to be a miss for, for the Panthers too, doesn't it? No Cleary? It does, but Maloney will play half. And this Lewis, he's a you know, he's a jack in the box. Uh, he's he's got some skills. I mean, he's learning his craft. But 
he can have 20 minutes on the field and you say, why, why isn't this bloke permanently on, in first grade? So, uh, you know, he's, he's, you've got to keep a watch on him. He's a bit like Nick Arima in some ways. Uh, you know, if you don't watch him too closely, gone. He's, you know, he's away and gone and set something up. So uh, it'll be an interesting little match in that way. Yeah, they'll miss Cleary. But uh, the funny thing about Cleary is the news is that he's going to go for a run on Monday uh, and could well be right for State of Origin 3. So all the conjecture about who takes his place might be out the window as early as Monday. Mm. All right, and Bulldogs, Sharks. Bulldogs are really struggling. Four straight losses. Worst attack, leakiest defence. They're just a rabble, aren't they, the Bulldogs? The Sharks could get a 1,000 here, David. They could get a 1,000, and they could get that before half-time. Because, honestly, this Canterbury side, you know, there's some blokes in there that I've got a lot of time for. But I reckon they've got six or seven players there that aren't even first, that aren't reserve grade standard, and that's the problem. But they haven't got enough first graders to make up 17 for a squad. Uh, and when you've got that, you know, that's why they're going to... Well, at the moment, they're going to finish with the wooden spoon. Uh, and uh, they try hard, but trying hard might be all right. But the last 20 minutes, when you're up against uh, someone who's got a chock full of first graders, you normally fall aside. And that's what will probably happen again on, on Sunday. They'll be competitive for a while, 50-odd minutes, and then Cronulla will just put the foot down and score three or four late tries, and they'll say, oh, what was close game? Yeah, close game for about an hour, which most Canterbury games are. Yeah. Great to chat as always, David. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, I will enjoy the weekend. Uh, we won't talk, of course, about Saturday night, but uh, let's hope it's a great contest.